Thank you for joining me today on Good News with Twanda Black, where we're discovering some of the most inspiring trials to triumph stories and empowerment moments. Call up a friend and let them know it's time for some good news. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Good News. I'm Twanda Black, your host. We talk with folks from all walks of life about their good news because ultimately it's our good news. And we certainly need some good news in this environment that we are in today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this next guest. Joining us today is Lucius McDowell. He's a singer, songwriter, and he's a pastor. It ain't nothing like a singing pastor. How you doing, uh, Lucius? I'm absolutely wonderful. How about yourself? Wonderful, wonderful. I met you, gosh, what, 15, 20 years ago? 20 years ago. It's a long time. We're not the age, but yeah, it's been a minute. Well, How long has it been since you did your first project? It's been about seven, almost seven. No, it's been te- almost 10 years ago. Yeah, yes. Yes, yes. I remember that one. So um, tell us about, first of all, you know, one thing I want to know is how did you navigate COVID with your congregation? We're going to talk about music in a minute, but I I think that a lot of pastors had um, issues one way or the other, issues of the heart. They didn't want to expose their people. Some people stayed open and said, come if you want to. You know, and, and in the thick of COVID, though, how how did you handle that with your congregation? Well, it was through prayer and asking God for directions as to what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. I've been so blessed to wonder that, you know, uh, I've worked in government for some years. And during the time of the COVID, I had taken an assignment with the Department of Human Services as mm-hmm. the repatriation director mm-hmm. of the state of Georgia. And when the information came down, I knew something had to happen because anytime the workplace was going to be shut down, then you have to really deal with the fear factor yeah. that was placed among the people. So I literally began to get information because the CDC, all of those people were just those kind. Those are the people that were at my table. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all of the females, all of those people who, that worked in emergency management. And it's so funny. I worked as his repatriation uh, director, and it was my responsibility that when, when uh, U.S. citizens came over to our country, I was the one to go get them. Right. And I had to make sure they was checked out and I had to make sure that they were not COVID positive. Wow. And I mean, and my thing is you talk about PPE equipment and all of that <laughs> stuff and regulations. And to be honest with you, there were people who just said, I don't want to be in the vicinity wherever this is. Yeah. I don't want to be by it because there was no data or data. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, okay, God, here I am with the church. I'm a man of faith, full of you believe you uh, to the very end. And I I remember the last service that I had, the CDC had said in the beginning, you could have no more than probably a hundred people. Then they shifted and said 50 people. Yeah. At the week they said no more than 25 people. Right. Well, we had already put our little uh, limitations on who would come. So we decided that whoever, you know, uh, that whoever signed in to come in, they were going to be able to come. But we had about, well, God had to be about maybe 60 or 70 people to come that day. I was like, wow, the people are here. And mm-hmm. believe it or not, we had service and we were good. But let me tell you something that that Monday morning, I got a phone call. I got a phone call that said one of my leaders said, I've been exposed. I didn't know this pastor, 
I'm like, oh no, not now. And from my understanding, it was like from the prayer leader to a praise team leader. Then it was one of my, my armor bear. I say, oh my goodness. Wow. Begin to yes. say, yes. the whole thing was God, I promised that I would never move my agenda over your agenda. And however you want to do this, I'm willing to follow and comply. But what I do not want to do, hear what I'm saying? I did not want to walk not one of my members to the grave as a That's result right. of the decision that I made. That's right. That's and right. Uh, we end up shutting things down, but we kind of moved to a virtual perspective, you know, and it was myself that I would come and uh, we would have you know, a little virtual team that would come and put it together but because of the distances we were keeping you know we were making sure that we were far from each other but we were able to get it done by you know doing the virtual piece and uh we did the virtual piece and then finally we were able to add musicians then finally we were able to add a praise leader then we were able to add maybe some praise members but we gradually we came back and mm-hmm. i can truly say over the three-year period not one member of my church was walked to the grave because of COVID. Amen. Amen. So we're praising God that you were obedient. We're praising God that we were not so superficially deep that we were like, you know, so big. And there are some people that they didn't want to open it. And I'm like, if that's, if that's what you led to do, I'm going to let that be your lead. That's not my lead. Right. But he was telling me to take precautions and make sure that the people uh, was, was, was safe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's something. I, and uh, my pastor went through the same thing. Just and other pastors that are my friends that I've talked with, the same dilemma. I don't think. Uh, and and for all of you who are listening to God, you didn't lose a member. Yes, you didn't lose a member. You did not lose a member. That's a blessing. It was a blessing. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm like, I praise God because I'm saying, you know, it could have gone another way. That's now, right. let me say this. A lot of my members, they did contract the, the, the COVID uh, uh, disease. However, you know, we prayed them through. And yeah. I always said, you know, you didn't get it here. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I now that's one thing that I was going to make sure of that if I knew, because we were following the rules, we were like, let me make sure we got email yeah. phone numbers yeah. so we can let people know you know this person has been exposed Check mm-hmm. to make sure things are proper and we did that and it was um it was good game for us and and we saw god just move uh, in the midst of yes our as a church yes yes awesome awesome it's and you know we're all back now but we still have to wear our mask and but we're so happy to be just with our brothers and sisters and be out and praising god together it's such a blessing oh it is a blessing it is a it's a tremendous blessing because i i, I even go back to i remember one message i was talking to the people I was, okay now that you're back you know uh we got to teach you how to behave now that you've come out of the cave yeah. Because now you've been so isolated and you've been in a place where you've not had to be conscious of, you know, anyone else. But now we got to socialize folk all over again. Yeah. And the church now is going through just a new era that it's not the same church as it was that we left it. Mm-hmm. And uh, many people say, wow, this happened. But I think that, you know, God in his own sovereign way has opened up an opportunity so that it can make us reexamine our hearts to make sure yes. that we know why we do what we do. Yeah. And I'm telling you, for me as a pastor, God gave me uh, uh, some, some some marching artists for 2022. And he said, rebuild the church, restore biblical values, revive the people. Mm. And I said, oh, my goodness, God, this is a good one because there's three parts to this. He said it's three parts because for so long people had just been going to church. 
yeah. and have not really come to a place of understanding who he really is. Right, so right. Abstractly, they go and just go through the motion. But he said, I want to produce a church that's full of power. I want to mm. produce a church that, that has no spot or blemish on it. I want to produce a church that's full of faith and not allow fear to stop them from doing absolutely anything. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing because during the pandemic, there was a fear that was released throughout yeah. the whole world. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it literally shut people in their tracks. And anytime you talk about fear, Demanda, you're talking about not being able to move as you once were able to move That's freely. Right. And That's you know, right. you're being more conscious. And you know, now I tell people, I'm not saying you better register them, hallelujahs. You better register your shout out to the Lord. You know, get some get some air in that mass, but give give sound <laughs> to uh to something that God is being uh, that He's done good in your life. <laughs> So we have to praise God that, you know, now we are in a rebuild and this just not a copy international ministry. This is the church universally. Yes. Yes. You're, you're absolutely right. I love it. I love it. And, and again, we're also happy to be back together. So yes. to speak. as you say, now it ain't going to be like it used to be. You know, you can't tell people touch your neighbor and all that. No, <laughs> fist bump. Oh, yeah. um, and not only that, you know, the welcome songs that like, we don't do that no more. We just say you are welcome. Right, right, <laughs> and we right. love you with the love of the Lord. You know? <laughs> it has changed tremendously, but I thank God for it. And again, you know, it, it did bring in, I, I pray for, for most people, some introspection um, in their relationship with God. You know, what, what was that about? Is it true? Is it real? Um, you know, do you really know who he is? And I think through COVID, a lot of people learned who God is. They learned a lot. Yes, yes. And, and yes. I'm, I'm praying. I, I, I share with the congregations that I say, oh, I say, and don't let fear get you to the point that COVID stopped because there's more stuff that's coming. That's right. So that's we right. gotta now build faith to to get ready for what's next. Buck you know, up! It's time. It, it's time. It's time. I said, shoot. After COVID, whoever thought it was going to be the Omicron, whoever thought it was going to be something else, and now it's monkeypox, and the next thing is going to be the poon, whatever. I don't know. Yes, yes. But we just got to be prepared and keep it moving. Be keep ready. it moving. All right. I'm glad we talked about that. So let's talk about singing because, um, you know, you've had uh, a song singer songwriter ministry. For a very long time. Now, did the singing come before ministry or did ministry come before singing? Uh, actually, I started singing at seven years old. In the ah, okay. And uh, literally at Third Calcutta Baptist Church, as soon as I got baptized, I was in the junior choir and uh, singing, uh, led my first song, and it's that's the history of it. Um, I, I learned to just uh, kind of uh, cultivate the skill. Uh, by playing because I, I learned to play piano mm -hmm. at an early age just as well and uh, doing the choir thing as far as directing choirs you know I was a kid you know working with senior choirs and people used to always say well you got old folks since I didn't realize it was the wisdom <laughs> of God that was giving me what I needed to help them to be what they but you know went on from there and uh, marched in the band played and you know singing the concert choir uh, and I mean, just did throughout the college, the same thing. And from there, I just matriculated into uh, kind of coming into uh, what God had called me to do. Years ago, people always said that, you know, I was called to preach mm -hmm. and I would speak uh, at youth days uh, when I was young. But I was like, nah, never, 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 never. And when I was called to the ministry, that was one of the hardest things to answer because of the giftings that I had. And I always share this when I get an opportunity because most 
musicians, most songwriters, deep down inside, they struggle with really the call that God has on their life. And most times, you know, they usually gravitate toward the giftings more so than the callings. And I always tell people, if you're if your giftings have your calling, then you're going to have some frustrations. Mm-hmm. But you got to get in the place where you're under the umbrella of your calling so that your giftings can flow. And oh. when I discovered that, the light just opened up. And I was like, wow, this is what it's all about. Because you're so driven. You're like, well, God wouldn't give me this for me not to do it. No, he's given it to you so that you can use it appropriately. But if you're not driven by what you're called to do, the enemy will use you and make you think that it's okay. You can sing, you can do some great things, but that's not the will of God for your life. And to me, the will of God for my life is where I want to be. That is awesome. You just just spoke a whole word right there. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a major for most people because mm-hmm. for me, I wouldn't have never known I would be gifted um, musically to do video video productions. I wouldn't have been gifted to do uh, productions in churches. I, I you know, But now that I understand the call, there's a message behind everything I do now. That's what I tell people. I'm not your typical artist. Right. I am a prophetic psalmist. And Ooh. that prophetic psalmist says that I hear the word of God. I preach the word of God. I hear the songs of God. I sing the songs of God. I don't wait till I get in the studio. I sing them there because that's the demonstration power of what God okay. wants people to experience in the mm-hmm. earth. So mm-hmm. when it comes to the point of what's in the top 10, that doesn't matter to me. What matters is that I hear from God and that I'm able to pour out to the people of God what they need. And that's what mm-hmm. I really love about my projects because they are not your typical. And it's a total different sound, but it is the word of God concerning the situation that we deal with today. Yep. And he gives you that calling. He gives you that sound in your gifting. So, yes. and, it, and yes. it is, it is a slightly different sound. Um, is that something that you set out to do or did God say, this is what I want it to sound well, like? Well, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to go back to when I first, I was ministering music at uh, Word of Faith in a church international uh, out of Detroit, mm-hmm. Michigan, Bishop Keith Butler. And I remember one night he came from a, a Holy Ghost meeting and, you know, this thing about you go to the bishops and they come back on these meetings. They come back on fire. They you know, on fire. Yes. Ooh, and I mean, he began to preach and say what the Holy Spirit will do. And it's like, what it takes me to do 45 minutes, you'll be able to do it. God's going to use you in two to three minutes. You're going to sing unto the Lord. And he laid hands on me. And, and Tawana, let me tell you, I went out like a light. I'm like, whoa. I got up and I'm like, okay, I received whatever that is he said. And believe it or not, that night it started. And when God began to speak to my heart and the Holy Spirit, it was sounds that I was not familiar mm-hmm. with. See, I come from black church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I come from church where it was nothing but good old music that, you know, it was a familiar sound that you right, can just right. These songs were so different. So I had to start to train my spirit by faith to accept the reality that this sound that he was giving me was not the sound that was a typical sound in the earth. Kind of like Noah, you know, never seen rain, but God mm-hmm. told me it's going to rain, get ready. And yeah. so that's what I've been doing is getting ready and preparing myself so that um, I can continue to be the vessel of the Lord that he wants to use. That's amazing. Amazing. People need to hear that. What a great testimony. Um, so let's talk about your new project. Okay. Um, uh, it's called Through Him. And and the sound is different. 
I, I really like it. But I've liked your music from way back because you did a project a number of years back. Yes, ma'am. And I was playing something, a couple of songs from that project. But let's talk about this project. Sure. Well, this project is it called Through Him. Uh, it is a project consisting of nine inspirational songs, which echoes the life of prayer, praise and worship, live by myself. And uh, as I've worshiped the Lord and I've lived, God has given these wonderful songs. Each song uh, has been composed to comfort, encourage, and edify all generations. There is something on this project for everybody. For everybody. Mm -hmm. And the project was designed to meet uh, and reach listening audiences with powerful lyrics knitted together with melodious rhythms. And these rhythms, believe it or not, comes as a result of listening to God. Hearing the heartbeat of God, and people people laugh at me when I tell them when I'm preaching. Sometimes, and I get the bobbing my head. I'm like, okay, I see the words, but I'm hearing sounds. You know? So how do I get that sound out? Is I've got to listen. I got to be very sensitive. And I tell people, I was I remember years ago when when the when you remember the pastor, nobody moving, everybody just need to. And I'm like, I get it now because one move outside of what God is saying, you can really take you out of the realm of what he's That's trying right. to say. That's so right. I've now trained myself to listen as I am even preaching, watching and praying to make sure that as he drops something in my spirit, I can give it to you. And I'm like, mm -hmm. now when it comes out, I'm like, wow, we're going to trust you on this one, God. And who <laughs> knows? But the project is really, you know, through him, dot, dot, dot. Not one of those songs is uh, is called through him. What it is, is through Christ, you get something out of every one of these songs. And uh, it's amazing uh, how, uh, you know, my producer, one of my engineers said, well, you asked the through him song. I said, well, that's just the name of the project. He said, well, you're going to have to come up with a through him song because, you know, that sounds real good because it's through him, dot, dot, dot. I said, the dot, dot, dot means you can get all these things. That's right. He won't tell mm -hmm. nobody. He's a, he's a confident, you know. He's got, I, I, it's already uh, won. I've, I've written, it's, it, he, he's given us the victory. I mean, every one of those songs, you get something to Jesus Christ and he made a way for us to really be empowered. So, and I love the psalmist, the, the soloist that you have on some of those songs. Um, are they a part of your choir or are there people that you brought in? Those are my family members. What? My, my daughter sings on that first track, the youngest one, Victoria. Uh, what if she comes in with uh, the, the first piece? I thought it was so interesting because we we lack so much discipleship now in our, in our, in our, in our relationship with God that the young folk don't know anything about hymns but i grew up singing hymns and anthems before Absolutely. we sang gospels and mm -hmm. uh, so you know i asked her when i say okay your piece is going to be what a friend we have in jesus okay let me teach that to you because not just the song but as right. you go through this life right. you're mm -hmm. going to run through some moments where you know the things that's going to come across that you can't tell folks mm -hmm. when you tell people they put it out you know but when you go to christ and you find such a friend you realize he loves you for the good the bad the ugly it that's does right. not matter but you gotta learn to take it to him mm -hmm. and nowhere mm -hmm. else. Now, and, my and, wife, look, and not social media. <laughs> not social media. Yes, my wife. She sings. Uh, we do uh, two duets on the uh, on the project. One is Lord, we magnify. We both wrote that together, and we sang that together. And we've been singing. That's the one I'm playing right now. Yeah. Yeah, we've been singing for years, and uh, you know, 33 years married this August, and ever since that time, yes. God has blossomed us to a place that we both flow in that song, that psalmist ministry. 
And um, one of the other songs is my my daughter Zoe. She sings "The Lord of the Harvest" with me. She's a beautiful voice, uh, and uh, God is so great. Worked with some powerful people. Uh, Tasha Renee from New Orleans, Louisiana, my background person, just laid them tracks. I'm talking about really, really good. And uh, Jeff Sparks, instrumentalist, very good, good friend of mine. I've always been there whenever I need to do anything. Mm -hmm. But overall, got some very gifted people. Uh, Marcus Johnson, Keys, and uh, uh, Josh Porter out of o Ohio, who was once my minister of music. Um, just an awesome, just it's just an awesome group of uh, uh, artists that, that just came in and just assisted me in getting this thing taken care of. Yeah, that's beautiful. Tell folks how they can find the project and uh, how they can learn more information about you and also your ministry. Sure. Well, you can find the project. It is, it is on all digital platforms. And to be honest with you, if you want to go old school and you need a CD autograph, I got some of them myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing you got to do is contact me. My contact information is Lucius McDowell, L-U-C-I-U-S-M-C-D-O-W-E-L-L.com. And uh, I'm on uh, all, all social media uh, platforms. You can see me on Facebook. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter. You can reach me out on Instagram. And even with the uh, uh, YouTube, I got three videos uh, of my project. And absolutely, that's something new for me. And it's bringing a phenomenal. I mean, it's amazing how people mm -hmm. are being blessed when they see it and also hear it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Talk about Agape. Agape International Ministries. Agape, been pastoring Agape for 22 years. I am the, the pastor, founder of the organization, Awesome Teaching Ministry, non-denominational church. We're located down in uh, Hampton, Georgia, which is really Henry County. And um, you can, uh, you know, you can get all information at www.agapeintlmin.org. Um, you can connect social media just as well, all platforms. Catch us, you know, doing any virtual services because we are there to minister. Awesome, awesome evangelism. Awesome, awesome discipleship. We're trying to really have a great balance. We got some marching orders for this year. And not only just for our church, but really uh, this is for the church universally. So I'm excited, definitely excited. Amen. The uh, the latest single is "Yea Though I Walk," yes. and that that is also on the project through him. So make sure you check it out, uh, Pastor. You have just been a joy. Thank you for for taking time out to talk with me and talk about your new project. And uh, I'll make sure I include. I have a little video show called. Um, the Black yeah. Entertainment Gospel video show. I'll make sure I include one of those videos in there. Get those videos. It's really good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. All good right. visualization. All right. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh, great conversation. If you want to be a guest on our show, you can email me at twandablack at thepgnetwork.org or goodnews at thepgnetwork.org. Watch the show via PGN TV on all your digital streaming apps. Or you can just visit us at pgntv.org. We'll see you next time for some good news. God bless you.